Welcome to the Women in NFTs and Web3 podcast, where we highlight women in this space who are making massive moves, paving the way and leaving their legacy. I'm Caitlin Strempel, CEO of the first ever women-owned NFT marketing and design agency for women by women and your host. I'm honored to have you join me in learning from some of the greatest leaders in our industry. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review because the more traction we get, the more women we can support in helping them impact the world. If you or someone you know would be a great guest, stick around to the end and I will tell you how to get in touch and apply. Enjoy the show. Joa helps the Latin community to better understand NFTs and Web3. She's an NFT artist and consultant and uses all of her socials to teach about NFTs and Web3 in Spanish for the Latin community. Here, she also showcases her own journey as an NFT artist. And I'm so excited to welcome Joa to the show. Hello, how are you? Thank you, Caitlin. How are you? My God, what an introduction. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here on your podcast. I am absolutely excited to talk about a lot of the NST space and experience with you. I know. Well, I love what you are doing, and we're going to get into that after icebreaker questions. So um, we'll get into those. And let's start out with the sister spotlight. So a shout out to a woman in the NFT or Web3 space. Okay, uh, the first that it comes, there's many, okay, there's too much, but the first that comes out of my mind is Ava, her uh, Twitter handle is uh, Ava Universe 111 and she's part of a project that's called the Cutiverse, uh, which it's kind of like a platform uh, that it's developing for a lot of things that have that has to do with the Caribbean. She's Venezuelan as well, and she works closely with another amazing artist, which is uh, Chama Candela, and they're both uh, building this metaverse, uh, which uh, is a Caribbean theme, and it's amazing. It's ah. pure gold what these two are creating. <laughs> I love that. I'll definitely have to go check them both out. I'm really excited. Um, thank you for sharing. Okay, and then what is your morning routine? My morning routine, well, I usually wake up at six. I go to the kitchen and grab a big glass of water and I like to do yoga. I feel that the yoga and the first time in the morning, it really set the mood through my day and it keeps me balanced. And I also like to come uh, to mix that with um, some meditation or journaling depending on how I'm feeling that day, but I usually prefer yoga through the morning. After that, I make breakfast and then I go to work. Yes, I love it. Uh, Yoga, I feel like it's so important to be grounded in this NFT Web3 world. Yes. Yeah. Also avoid uh, the burnout. Yes, that is definitely needed. Anything that we can use, any tools to help us avoid burnout or, you know, mental collapse is yes. so good. Yeah, mental health is very important in this space. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite quote or affirmation? My favorite quote or affirmation? I think it would be keep going. And the reason for that, it's 
Uh, I'm a migrant. I was born in Caracas, Venezuela, and I live uh, the last seven years in my life here in Panama City. And I arrived when I was 20 years old. Uh, that week, I turned 21, and I was a baby. I was alone. I didn't have any family, friends, acquaintance. I didn't have anybody. And somehow, I made it myself being a 21-year-old that never had lived by her own and discover a lot of things and having like what I like to call Panamanian adventures. And yeah, I have discovered myself uh, through a lot of situations and things and people. And when things go like really dark, I just let myself uh, feel it and then I let it go. And I ground myself by saying, keep going. I love that so much. That is such a beautiful affirmation, I feel like, for anybody. All right, so what was it like moving to a place all by yourself? It was, it's complicated. It's not something that I was aiming for. Like, um, well, the the situation in Venezuela, it was pretty awful. Uh, The political, economical, social situation was really awful. And in 2014, I uh, I went to the U.S. because I was accepted in a full cell university. I got a scholarship for the digital uh, digital and graphic design program, I think it's called. And um, well, there was a situation in Venezuela because uh, we cannot exchange our money uh, or bolivares. Uh, into dollars like in an exchange house you need to submit a big folder and application to the government and they accept if you can exchange your money to go I don't know vacation study abroad or anything that you might need and they also like limit the amount that you are allowed to change so this organism that it doesn't exist anymore uh they create like a really, I don't know, it was a global thing back in 2014 because I was in full sail in Orlando. My visa was attached to the university and I had all the money to um, to study there. But the thing is, I have it in Bolivares. And then the government of Venezuela said like, uh, no, you, this, uh, this institution is not going to exist anymore, so all the applications are being denied. And oh it was it was a, an adventure because I was stuck in the U.S. I was stuck uh, because my visa was again was um, vinculated to the university, and if I didn't have the money to pay, they were like, "Okay, you need to get back to your country." or you need to find another school that accepts you. And I didn't have the money to do so. So, and also I was trapped because there was this, well, there was a strike uh, between the airlines, the airlines, (laughs) between the airlines and the government because the government had this huge debt for the airlines and they say, okay, we're gonna stop flying. And I didn't have a way to go back home. So, uh, oh my gosh, <laughs> I can't imagine. And uh, miraculously, I found a way two months after that 
to go back to Venezuela. Luckily, I was with my big sister and we were like supporting each other and we have a really good friends that, that help us out. And uh, we made it back to Venezuela. And then in 2015, the situation got worse in Venezuela. And uh, my mom uh, accepted that recommendation from a friend that she said like, oh, Panama is really good, it's really nice. Uh, it's a really good country, it's stable, uh, she could grow there and stuff. And at the time, there was only money like uh, to send me out of the country. Like my mom and my sister stayed in Venezuela, but after that, they they migrated to the U.S. Like, okay. I don't know, maybe four years ago. Okay. I don't have any family left in Venezuela. Like after they migrated, my house got sold and I don't have any roots there. So I was the one to leave the nest, the first one to leave the nest. And I arrived here in the 19th of June of 2015. And it's been a wild ride. <laughs> wow. Okay. I thought you were an inspiration before, but this is just like a whole other layer of, I mean, thank you so much for sharing. I'm sure that was so crazy. And yes. how is everyone doing? Is everyone like feeling good where they are? How are you liking Panama? Well, Panama is amazing. It's a really beautiful country. I left Venezuela without knowing the country. And here I had the opportunity to explore every street, beach, alley, every corner of Panama City. And it's absolutely beautiful. Uh, I have... I don't know, I have traveled all around the country because of work, because I work in the audiovisual and industry cool. here in Panama City. Cool. Uh, and for work, I need to travel a lot because they're filming in, dif in different locations. So I got the opportunity to, to travel and to see a lot of Panama and it's beautiful. It's a country that it allows you to open your wings as wide as you can. And I'm very grateful for that. I love that so much. I'm so happy that you are there and you feel settled and everything is, is doing well for you. All right. So I was so drawn to you because you were on TikTok, speaking in Spanish, all about NFTs, showcasing your art and your journey. And I was just like, okay, I love what you are doing. I think it is so necessary but I'd love to know just from you, like why you're so passionate about helping the Latin community learn about Web3 and, and, you know, maybe why is it so important to make that extra effort to bring underrepresented communities into this space? Well, uh, I use all of my social media to teach people in the Latin community all about NFT space and Web3 because I strongly believe that there's an opportunity for all of us. Like, I want to show people that you don't need to have, like, connections or a lot of money or being special to be part of the NFT space. And that it's the beauty of it. And there's a lot of people that think that it's a scam, that it's not, it's too good to be true. But it's not like that. It's a space that you are allowed to expand yourself, to work through a goal, and to meet amazing people through your journey. So I have a mission where I'm 
basically translating all the information that it's not available in Spanish for the Latin community so they can see and they can understand what it's all about because Latin America usually uh, it's late on everything. All the trending stuff happened in the US and in Europe. So for Latin Americans, this is a really new concept and there are not enough people, there are not enough developers, there are not enough artists, there are not enough collectors that are Latin American. So I'm in charge of translating everything and helping people to understand and to see that it's not a difficult journey because I did it and I'm not special at all and I'm not like uh, have the connections, but it's a space that open that received me with a open arms and I want to show people that they can be welcomed as well. Oh, I love that so much. I'm seeing so many parallels with just your history and what you've had to go through. And now you're kind of turning around and being like, okay, like, yes, venturing into the web three space is scary and you can kind of feel alone, but you know, I, I totally agree that you do not have to be special at all. You don't need money to get in the space. I love that you brought that up. However, you do need to know that this space exists. Yes. <laughs> so that's exactly. so important. Like what you said that you're just out there and you're just sharing, whether it be information, whether it be tips or whether it just be your own personal journey. So I love that so much, so much. So how did you actually get into the web three space? Like, how did you figure out what NFTs were and all that? Well, uh, we were in the middle of the pandemic. It was 2021. And uh, my boyfriend one afternoon said, hey, uh, Joa, do you know about NFTs? Do you know anything about this? And I was like, no, because he knew that I had uh, a lot of months studying about trading because I was uh, wobbling around finding new sorts of income because we were in lockdown. And uh, he told me that, hey, you should check out this NFT stuff. And I did. And I went down the rabbit hole. I never get out. <laughs> I know, right? We're all that's how it started. The rabbit hole. <laughs> yes, that's how I started. And then after doing a lot of research, which I always recommend that people before they even start on the NFT space, you've got to study a lot, maybe three, six months prior to begin to to structure your nft collection or your nft idea so there's a lot of information out there and you need to be as uh you need to have the knowledge as much knowledge as possible yes so true i love that um what has surprised you the most about being in the web3 space the solidarity that the people have Mm. like Web2 is all about, I have a product and my product is going to give you a solution. But Web3 is all about connections. And because I had some, a little bit of connections of people that were in the Web3 space before me, they helped me launch my collection. They helped me with issues uh, while I was minting. They helped me a lot. So... Uh, the people, what I love about three is the people are willing to help you no matter what level you are, no matter who you are, no matter my dumbest question might sound, there is someone out there willing to help you. 
Absolutely. Uh, yes, I totally agree with that. Okay. So you mentioned your projects, you mentioned your collection. So tell us about what you're working on, what you have going on. Well, my collection, it has a really interesting story. Uh, it's a story that I haven't uh, shared much because it's a bit personal. And I think this is the first time that I'm going to share it in a podcast. Ah. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I truly feel honored. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Well, the story began in the middle of the pandemic again. Uh, a lot of people were dealing with this big transformation process because we were all in lockdown and people were forced to look upon themselves and restructure everything about their lives. So I was one of those people and I was feeling a lot of anger, a lot of bitterness and a lot of uh, negative feelings towards someone. And I said one day, well, enough is enough. Is enough. And I decided that that night I was going to do something that I'd never done before in my life. And it was forgiving my father. So that day I decided to call him and we have a long talk and we decided to start over and have a clean slate. And now I have a relationship with my father and the story begins in... At the end of that call, I always have been a really vivid dreamer. And that night I had a dream that I wrote into a story. Uh, that story has a name, which I'm not going to reveal yet because I, I don't know what to do with the story yet. Do I want to make it a script or a movie or do I want to make it an NFT collection or do I want to make it and utility and make people to have access to the story. I don't know what I'm going to do with the story yet, but um, in the story, there are these vehicles, which I call the houseboats. And these houseboats, I, well, they were developing and I call them light ships, which is my saucy collection, uh, which is based in, it's divided in 111 tokens, which are 10 Hondra illustrations. Each illustration is going to have 11 editions. 10 editions is going to be the still image. And number 11 is going to be the rare token of the illustration. And it's going to be an animation. Oh, cool. And basically with this collection, I am... Um, drawing my subconscious because this came out because I decided to release a lot of energy by forgiving my father and I decided to speak to him after 20 years of no contact at all because I grew up without a father for many reasons and we stopped smoking 20 years ago so I decided like you know what I do want a father in my life I, I do need it so let's let's have one, let's talk to the one that I have. And that's what I did. And that's how my collection was born. Thank you so much for sharing. That is so powerful about how you talked about just the release of forgiveness. And it kind of just opened up the floodgates of creativity for you. That's incredible. Yeah, I, how, how do you feel? After I, 
well, I allowed myself to let go and I feel a lot better, a lot lighter. And I understand that if I want to create the life that I want to create, if I want to manifest the things that I want to manifest into my life, I got to be in peace with the two energies that created me because how am I supposed to uh, bring and create abundance into my life if I'm not in peace with the energy that created me? So I had access to my feminine energy and my masculine energy through uh, fixing and healing my relationship with my father. And that it, it, it's been a, a, quite a path, but I'm truly grateful and I don't regret at all taking that decision. Wow. You are speaking my language with energies and all of that. And I think that you are sending out a such a positive ripple effect out into the web three space out into this world. So I love that. And, you know, being the type of person that likes to hold a grudge, you know, if there, if there is somebody out there right now, really holding on to something, what would your advice be? How, you know, cause it can't be easy just to, you know, one day let go or can it be? Well, it is easy to do something that you've never done before. It takes a second to let go but it takes you years to know that you need to let go. It takes years for you to realize that you need to let go. So it's something that you can do overnight if you allow yourself to heal completely and you face the, that ghost in the face and say, I'm not scared. I'm not scared anymore. And that is going to give you a lot of power that you're going to feel in yourself, a lot of confidence, and you're going to be able to create amazing things. Wow. I love your mindset and I love your point of view so much. And I think even just you setting the example and, and paving the way and showing that is going to help so many people. That's Thank you. Thank you so much. Cool. Any other projects you're working on? Well, another project that I, I'm working on is a course that I just released in my YouTube channel that it's called NFT Basic. And in this course, I teach completely in Spanish for the Latin community to understand what are NFTs and how they function. Um, today, I'm uploading the third lesson of the course. There are six lessons and we are growing rapidly in YouTube. We are almost at 500. We are like 430 yeah. right now. And we started being 73. <laughs> Congratulations. That's incredible. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, that course is available. If you are a Latin speaking and don't understand a lot of English and you want to learn more about what an NFT is or how they function or how you create your own NFT in Solana because I do incorporate tutorials upon the course, go check it out because it, it, I created with a lot of, uh, I created that course with a lot of, uh, I don't know how to say it in, in English, a lot of cariño, like a lot of love. Love, yeah. yeah. Love. I create that course with a lot of love for my Latin community. That's amazing. And even if you don't speak Spanish, make sure you share Joa and everything that she's doing, because we definitely need to get the word out about this, this YouTube that you have going on, all the trainings you do, which is so incredible. All right. So if you had a piece of advice for someone looking to 
get into the Web3 space, what would it be? First one that pops in my mind is doc, don't click any links, but... <laughs> No, that is actually some great advice that I don't think anyone has actually said yet on this podcast, which is so like, yes, don't click any links. That's probably like the first thing that you should know ever. Yes, don't click in any links unless you know they are official links to the project that you are researching for, okay? So I think that would be my advice and also be you. I think that's the most powerful tool because the more authentic you are, the better. In the NFT community, it's all about connections and people are going to connect no matter how weird you think you are or how uncomfortable you think you sound. There are people out there, they're going to love your work, they're going to love your personality and they're going to love connecting with you. People love weird. It's fun. Especially yes. in the space. <laughs> it's so good. Well, thank you so much for being here. Tell us where we can find you, how we can connect with you. Well, you can find me in any social media. I am in Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter as Joa Art Studios. And um, in, my, in my profile, in every social platform, I have a link. And in that link, I have also the links of my collection, which is almost sold out. We have only two light chips left before the next drop. So I'm so excited because I've never been sold out in my life on anything. So That's huge. Congratulations. That's amazing. And Joa is spelled J-O-H-A. So Joa yes. Art Studio. And then we'll link everything in the show notes. So all right. Well, thank you so much for being here. Seriously, by the time this launches, like your collection might be sold out. So oh. I-, <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. All right. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. Caitlin here. Thank you so much for listening to the Women in NFTs and Web3 podcast. If you're a woman pioneering the way in the NFT, Web3, or crypto space, I want to share your message. Check out www.metamintmarketing.io slash win, W-I-N. And let's see if you're a great fit. If you got something out of this interview, I would love for you to share it with your network. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your social channels. If you know someone that would be a great guest, make sure to tag them to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Women in NFTs podcast. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and truly mean a lot to my incredible guests and me. Want to stay in our world? Go to our website, metamintmarketing.io or follow me on Twitter at NFTCaitlin, C-A-I-T-L-I-N. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.